0: Hello, pillow talkers. Before we get into today's episode, I want to let you know that my new program, Brand Spanking New Program, Transgressive, will be opening for early bird enrollment today. I'm not gonna share too much about it here, but I'll just wet your appetite a little bit. And if you like what you hear, if you're curious, if it intrigues you, keep your eyes peeled today, Thursday, the 25th, um, March 25th. God time flies. Keep your eyes peeled on my Instagram. I will be doing a live sharing more of the vibes, more of the details, more about what this program is. And you can also go over to coraboydcoaching.com transgressive for more information. What I will say is this is a program about self-leadership. This is a program about independent thought, innovation, disrupting in order to create, releasing the addiction to people-pleasing and the addiction to being liked and harnessing a dark disruptive energy for good (laughs) both within your own life and within the world. So if that whets your appetite, if that intrigues you, keep your eyes peeled on my Instagram. Go over to coraboydcoaching.com slash transgressive. This program was channeled from somewhere else. (laughs) I will tell you what. I will tell you what. Okay. Enjoy this episode. Relax. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. (sighs) Welcome to Pillow Talk Radio, the most delicious place to be. On this podcast, we explore how to create more connection, possibility, romance, and magic in love and in life. I'm your host and relationship specialist, Cora Boyd. Are you with me? Good morning, pillow talkers. Good day. It is 8 a.m. my time. I'm usually not up and doing things at this time, but sometimes I am. (laughs) Sometimes I am. I've been talking a lot with my program Turned On about energy patterns and leveraging energy at different times of day. And I haven't shared this with the program, but basically I've been noticing I tend to have different trends. Like some weeks I'll sleep in, some weeks I'm in a like waking up early trend. It's kind of fun. You don't have to choose. You do not have to choose. You can trend, (laughs) both and my friends, both and. Okay. So, oh my God, this episode, I'm just going to tell you guys a story. It's going to be a story time episode. I'm going to tell you about this weekend doing a polar plunge. Ah! Oh my God. It was fun. So this weekend with Ben, my boyfriend and Simone, one of my best friends, we decided that we were going to do a polar plunge. So basically what that is, Maybe you've done it before yourself, or maybe you haven't, maybe you haven't heard of it. A polar plunge is essentially submerging yourself in very cold water, <laughs> and there are all kinds of mental and physical health benefits. So I've talked to y'all a bit about my fledgling biohacking career, which is in its, in its early stages. I'm having a lot of fun these days learning about the body and basically different ways to increase my body's capacity and also take care of my body and work with the mind body connection so i've spoken to y'all a bit about the body work that i do and also the salt baths i take on the reg, and the breath work that i do on a regular basis so i've been curious about all these other things and um i've been hearing a lot of people um particularly people I admire are kind of like mentor figures to me getting really into cryotherapy, which is essentially like cold exposure therapy. And there are all kinds of benefits to it. And apparently it's like a pretty big thing in Hollywood because there are aesthetic benefits as well. Like it makes your skin look fucking amazing and it makes your hair look amazing. So fun fact on that, but I've been listening to a lot of people I admire talking about how obsessed they are with cryotherapy. So I've been curious about it for a while. And different people have been mentioning to me over the years, like cold showers, I've been kind of like, ah, I don't like the cold. <laughs> so anyway, point is, it's finally time for my foray. And basically, there's all kinds of benefits, as I mentioned, all kinds of physical and mental health benefits to different kinds of cold exposure, whether it's like cryotherapy that is facilitated in a therapy center, a, a facility, facilitated in a facility, if you will, or cold showers, or you know, you may have heard of people icing their face for the aesthetic benefits or things like this. The main benefits, here are some of the ones I found really interesting. Basically. On a physical level, the cold shock, it it has anti-inflammatory effects. It also, it like numbs your nerves and it increases your your circulation. It constricts your blood vessels, which is part of why it's really good for your skin. And remember, skin is an organ. Isn't that wild? (laughs) Skin is an organ. That's crazy. Anyway. It also releases endorphins and a rush of other yummy neurotransmitters. It stabilizes blood pressure. It strengthens your immune system, all kinds of shit. It's pretty wild. Ben and I, we've been really into Wim Hof recently. We've been doing a lot of breath work. I've been doing active breath work, which has a whole array of mental and physical health benefits. For about six months pretty consistently. And I I really can't emphasize enough what a powerful tool it is and how much it has improved my life. And it's just, it's such a powerful tool for moving stuck emotions, basically experiencing this kind of like system reboot. Increased mental clarity, increased focus, decreased stress and anxiety. Like you really feel it. It's pretty wild. I have been sharing it with some of my clients too and a few of my friends, and it's just so cool to spread the good word of active breath work. It's pretty unbelievable. And I, I love sharing it with someone and then just like seeing them afterwards and they're like, holy shit whoa, I just fucking transcended. That was insane. And I'm like, right, right. I do this in some capacity every fucking day. And holy shit, y'all. Holy shit. It's just crazy. There are these things that you can do that are free, fully accessible, super good for your physical health, super good for your emotional health, your mental health, and your energetic health too because when you're releasing stuck emotions or processing stuck emotions, you are clearing density from your energetic field as well, which is pretty lit because then you are more of an energetic match to the things you want to attract. So this experience, we decided to do a polar plunge. (laughs) I actually had an intuitive download about it while I was doing a breathwork session. I got the download that was like, yo, you should do a polar plunge with you, Ben and Simone. And then Simone also had the idea independently, so we're like, okay, we're going to do it. So we decided to do it. Ben has been taking cold showers, and he's been really into it, and that's kind of how I've been getting more curious too about this cold exposure, despite you know having heard about it for a long time and being like, eh. But he's been so into it; he's been getting so much out of it. I've been hearing him yipping from the shower <laughs> for quite some time now. So I was like, okay, it's time. So anyway. We decide we're gonna do it. We drive out to this body of water by the mountains, and it's cold. It's cold outside. It's maybe like 35 degrees. The water is definitely really cold. Whew! And we're we're nervous. I'm especially being vocal about how nervous I am. We're listening to like pump up music in the car. I'm like, oh my god. Okay, okay. Because you know you know that feeling when you're like, oh yeah, I totally want to do that thing in theory. And then the moment starts to come closer and you're just like, oh my God, oh my God. Why did I sign up to do this? Why did I volunteer myself as tribute? Why am I, what? Oh God. I remember this. It's a very similar experience to my experience the first time I performed burlesque, which I think I may or may not have mentioned in a, in a previous podcast, but very similar feeling where it's like, oh yeah, here's this kind of like, Feet, or this fear threshold, or this thing that I want to have done—I <laughs> would like to have done it—and shit, here's the moment arriving of actually doing it, and fuck, why did I sign myself up for this? Ah! So anyway, I'm pretty nervous ahead of time. We're all pretty nervous, and I'm—I I'm, especially am being vocal about being nervous. We're like, whew you know the 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 nerves are starting to flutter <laughs> they're starting to flutter so we arrive and it's cold as fuck we arrive to this body of water and we get out and we're like okay we keep shouting we've been shouting all weekend these different quotes from Wim Hof because we've all been doing his breathing exercises together so if you're familiar with Wim Hof you can look up on YouTube just google youtube wim hof breathing technique it's the one that's 11 minutes long that's the one we do all the time and there's uh you know we've also been watching a lot of videos and ben has been reading the book and like he's just been a very present figure in our lives recently so we have been joking around quoting him and He has this thing, we watched this video of him (laughs) basically leading this group of YouTubers in the dead of winter in Poland and like they're sitting for fucking 10 minutes in this glacial stream up to their necks and then they're, you know, this man climbed Kilimanjaro in his fucking shorts. It's insane. It is insane. So there's a couple of quotes from that video we watched where he's leading this group in these different exercises and they, like us, are kind of, you know, getting nervous. They're like down with it, but they're getting nervous. And there's one point where Wim Hof goes, there is no anxiety, there is only power. (laughs) So we've been saying that a lot between ourselves and just kind of joking around with it. Like someone will shout across the house, there's no anxiety, there's only power. And then we're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no anxiety, there's only power. And another one we've uh, been enjoying is, (laughs) there was another point in the video where he, uh, you know, everyone's getting, their, their mental chatter is getting really active before they're about to like jump into this fucking freezing glacial stream. And Wim Hof says, It is time to shut the fuck up and just do. <laughs> That's what he says. He says, Shut the fuck up. So we're joking around with this and we keep, you know, we're quoting Wim Hof to each other, but definitely experiencing like that mental chatter. The mental chatter is starting to happen. And we're like, Oh God. So we're on the beach. It's fucking cold. We're like, okay, let's just do it. Let's just do it. So we all, you know, strip. We're wearing our underwear. And we're like, okay, let's let's go. So we all just, you know, shut the fuck up and just do. And we run into the water. Oh. And it's, yeah, you feel, I feel this like adrenaline rush. It's fucking cold. And I dive just like headfirst into the water. And then we stay in the water for two minutes. That is timing it. And we're just all like, we're like, (sighs) we're just like trying to focus on our breath. And then I start hysterically laughing at some point, which, you know, that happens in breath work. Sometimes you laugh, sometimes you cry. It's just like, I, the the feeling that I was feeling is just like total presence. Like you're not worrying about anything. You're just like, you're shutting the fuck up and just doing. <laughs> so we're in the water. We're all just like, <sighs> it is fucking cold. We're up to our necks. We're staying in there. I feel my my fingers and my toes are really numb. It's like my body is doing these interesting things. Another thing Wim Hof says a lot, he in the breathwork sessions, when you're holding your breath for like a minute and a half, he'll be like, let the body do what the body is capable of doing. <laughs> so we, we keep repeating that. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let the body do what the body is capable of doing. And it's all you know, kind of tongue in cheek, but also extremely helpful in the moment to just be like, okay, my body can do this. Like this is good for me. This is good for me. Holy shit. This is crazy. I start like hysterically laughing at some point, as I mentioned. And then at different points, we're all like, "Ah!" we're just like emoting. We're like, you know, like it's just like raw, raw experience of your power and your will. And there's also this like rush of chemicals, adrenaline, endorphins, different neurotransmitters and like, your body is numb and it's like, ah, oh my God. It was the most insane feeling. And you're also like super clear headed. You're super clear headed. And we're all kind of like looking at each other in the eyes. And Ben keeps being like, breathe like a wave, like a wave. And we're all like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a wave. So we stay in for two minutes, which feels like a fucking eternity when you're in freezing cold water. And then we run out. And then we are pacing around on the beach for a minute. And I notice actually when I get out of the water, my body, like I feel good. Like my body actually feels kind of warm. I feel just like this like surge of power in my body. So we, we get out, we, we pace around on the beach. We're like, you know, breathing. And then we're, we're like, okay, let's go round two. So then we get back, we run back in the water and Simone's kind of starting to tremble a little bit and Ben and I are like, breathe, Simone, breathe. So she's like, Phew. we're like, relax your muscles, let your muscles relax. We've kind of been training for this in a certain way because we've been, well, Ben has been doing the cold showers. I haven't, um, but we've been doing these breath work sessions. So there's a certain, in the breath work sessions, it's like there's a certain discomfort that you move through. It's There's like, you you see how your breath can carry you through things. And yeah, I've been doing a lot of work with my clients recently around moving emotions and processing emotions in the body and, and calibrating your somatic state and all of these things that are like so powerful and that I have been very much a student of in the last year and continue to be a student of. And honestly, things that have helped me so much on so many levels and especially just kind of like being present with myself and moving density through my body. Um, I also have been doing a lot of EFT tapping, emotional freedom technique, which is also an incredible tool. But essentially over the last year and longer, I feel like I've been developing this relationship with my breath. And I remember the kind of like when I started to cultivate more of an intentional relationship with my breath, I think I was, this was a handful of years ago, and I was going through a lot of big life transitions and a separation, a breakup, which was, it was very amicable, yet devastating. <laughs> a singular flavor of heartache, uh, very painful, amicable, yet devastating, yet profoundly, profoundly whole body, whole whole experience devastation. So I remember around that time I was going through that. And then I was also, you know, there was an era in my life that was coming to a close and, and another one that was coming to a fruition. And I was very much in this like transition and it's a lot for the human body. It's a lot for the human experience. Sometimes when we go through stuff like that, I just remember I didn't really know what I was doing consciously or, you know, I hadn't really researched it, but I think we do a lot of these things naturally because it's like our body does what the body is capable of doing. (laughs) But I remember around that time, just really starting to be like, okay, there's so much uncertainty around me. There's so much uncertainty. Like everything is changing. I am releasing attachments. I am like opening up to... Unknowns, oh my God, oh my God, this is so intense. And I just remember like having my breath and like finding so much comfort in like no matter what, I have my breath. I have my breath. And really, since then, cultivating a more intentional relationship with my breath and like really calling on the tool that is breathing and the practice that is breathing and also just various other stages in my studenthood of the body (laughs) in the last handful of years and um, realizing how much just how powerful breathing is and how frequently I know I myself used to just like fucking forget to breathe or like not breathe deeply or like just forget to breathe. And and that has been something I've been really, really practicing. It sounds so simple, but I really don't think I'm the only person who forgot to fucking breathe a lot or like didn't breathe deeply or properly. So if that's you, like, just even as you're listening to this podcast, <sighs> like breathe deeply and really take it to the edge of your breath. And notice you're going to feel, whoo, you feel a little lightheaded. You feel clear. You're like, whoa, there's some energy moving. It's, it's really amazing. <sighs> So anyway, we're back in the water. We're in for round two. We're staying in there for um, two minutes. It's fucking cold, but we're kind of like, there's a state shift happening. There's like a feeling of elation that is coming online. And we're all kind of coaching each other too. We're like, keep breathing. Ben keeps being like, like a wave, like a wave. And then we all keep being like, ah! Like letting out these like screams of power. (laughs) It's really um, exhilarating. It's incredibly exhilarating. So then we're like, okay, it's two minutes. We rush out of the water and we just feel, whoa, we just feel fucking powerful. And as we exit the water, and it's interesting because it's like something that happens when you do the cold plunge um, or the cold exposure is that there are certain ways that your body heats up your core. So the core temperature, it's like weird the wa- the The air outside feels warm even though it's it's like technically quite cold outside like after the water, the air outside feels warm and there's just like something in my body I just feel like this vitality I feel this like this great sense of vitality and as we're exiting the water <laughs> immediately there's this like handsome tatted dad and his young cherubic child who's probably like four years old who start we didn't even realize they were there the the beach was pretty empty but they as we exit they're applauding us and they're like yay good job you did it and we're like we did it and they're like you did it and apparently they've been watching us the whole time and like cheering us on which is just so sweet and they have picked us daffodils They've picked us daffodils. So literally, we're dripping wet. We're exiting the water. We're feeling this like rush of vitality. And this young cherubic angel, four year old boy comes and gives us all individual daffodils that he has picked us as a congratulations for our epic feat and they're like applauding us and oh my god it was just like the cutest thing ever it was like the best reception you could imagine after doing something like that so we also looked up afterwards the symbology of daffodils and they represent new beginnings and new life so That was just a little cosmic theatricality. It was so cute. So anyway, we're greeted by this young cherub who gives us daffodils. Uh, And then we we, we wrap up in our clothes, we get immediately back into the car, we crank the heat, we hightail it back to the house and we all take really hot showers and get by the fire. And we're like, okay, yeah, this is gonna be the hack because we're gonna get a hot tub. We're like, that's gonna be the fucking hack. Get the hot tub. We also live close to this waterfall that we can walk to. So we're like, okay, next hack, we're gonna hop in the waterfall in the full moon, we're gonna run home and we're gonna jump in the already hot, hot tub. So anyway, that's the next frontier. What I noticed just the rest of the day, and this was you know, even just two days ago, I still feel some of this, but like, first of all, physiologically, I felt really, Aware, like very strong, very calm, very chilled out, like really chilled out. And yeah, just really profoundly relaxed, but also like powerful. I felt and I feel significantly more confident after doing that. And I, you know, I just want to share a few reflections around what I gained from that experience beyond, of course, the thrill and the feeling of vitality and aliveness and um, all of the the physical and, and mental benefits on the physiological level. I really feel more confident. Um, and it, it's been a really good opportunity the last couple of days to reflect more on like what it is to be on the other side of a feat. And we could define a feat as, you know, anything that we're nervous to do, that we desire to do, we desire to have done, and then we fucking do it. We're like, whoa, I'm the person who did that thing. And the confidence we gain through the process of moving through fear and nerves and just getting after it. You know, I talk to my clients about this, and I practice this in other ways of like just how much confidence is built on doing things that we're nervous to do, and that can sound kind of intimidating, that can sound kind of harsh, but quite honestly, it's a thrill it's exciting there's an aliveness to it there's like a I'm gonna do this thing, you're like, oh my god, I don't know how to lead this meeting, or like wherever we're at at the time, and like stepping into the thrill of it and the adrenaline rush. And like, I know sometimes when I perform, or like, I'll I just never will forget the first time I performed burlesque. It was the oh, it was like a <laughs> this place in New Orleans, it was this like cabaret club in New Orleans, and it was a fucking packed house. It was fucking packed. Like there were people like oozing out the windows, like that kind of packed, which is like, you know, <laughs> a relic of a uh, history uh, to think about. But yeah, so many of my friends were there and like in this tiny stage. And I remember just like almost like blacking out a little bit, but like also having the most fun ever. And then like the feeling afterwards of like, whoa, I did that. I did that. I did something I was very afraid to do. I just like stripped in a, this like theatrical way in front of this like fucking packed cabaret club and like the energy of the the crowd and like just like the energy of it. It was a very similar feeling that I felt after this cuz for me And some of you may have done a polar plunge. Some of you may have done it many times. For me personally, this was a big deal. This was a first. And I was FaceTiming with my friend yesterday who lives in Berlin and I was telling her about it and she was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's huge in Europe. It's huge in Europe. And I know in Northern Europe, there's a big sauna culture and and, um, kind of you go in the cold plunge and then sauna. And I'm like, oh, yes that is, that's what's fucking up. My friend was telling me that in Berlin, they go into the lake in like January. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's, that's pretty next level. But anyway, for me, this was a big deal for me. This was a feat. And I really, Oh, I just remember how good it feels. And, and I do things I'm nervous to do a lot, actually all the time, all the time. And there was something about, there was something about the physicality of this that was different because I'm used to, you know, leading a new type of program or like doing the TV appearance or these things where I'm like, I'm kind of doing the thing that I do in a new context or a context that feels higher stakes. And like, that's a way of always expanding my comfort zone. And there was something really, really valuable to me in this experience of just pure, Physiology that that just really boosted my confidence, so I want to offer that to of just a reminder of how fucking thrilling it feels to be on the other side of a, a feat, the other side of something you 're nervous to do, and then feeling whoa, like I did that, I did that like i 'm a person who did that. What else can I do so that 's a uh, something I, I really took from the experience. Another thing I really took was the thrill of novelty, just the deliciousness, the pure delectability of novelty. And I've been talking about this quite a bit in Turned On, and I I told y'all I'm going to be offering the recorded version of Turned On shortly. So if you're like, I want to get in on this program, fret not, you can. (laughs) And who knows what's on the other side, what thrill is on the other side of that feat, But anyway, I've been talking a lot about the importance of novelty and and turned on, because as you guys know, I am certified in the psychology of happiness, and I've been bringing a lot of that knowledge into the program, because the program is really about the synergy between high performance and quality of life, high quality of life, and a term that uh, actually I developed this weekend that I'm obsessed with uh, that really encapsulates this philosophy is wholesome hedonism, high performance and wholesome hedonism. So what we've been talking about in the program around novelty is how important new experiences are and variety is for happiness and well-being. And, oh, you know, different people have different levels to which they crave new experiences, right? Some people are a little bit more exploratory by nature than others, but we all Desire to have new experiences because it makes us feel alive. It invites a certain kind of presence where it's like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what this is like. Let's see. Let's see. Right. Like you almost feel this sense of being a kid, of being a cherubic youth handing out daffodils. Right. Like you experience this feeling of newness that is enlivening, intoxicating. And I, I really felt that with this experience, which was a a first for me and um, was just deeply thrilling. And I was just like, oh God, it feels so good to do things I've never done before. And there's always things, you know, I think sometimes as we grow up, as we get older, we think, oh, I've done it all. There's nothing, there's no newness in this world or blah, 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 you know, we might feel like that a little bit. The world is vast. There is so much newness all the time. There's so much to experience. There's so much to learn. There's so much to stretch into. And this is a very good reminder for me of like the thrill, the thrill of novelty. And then the next piece of it, too, is just how bonding it is to have novel experiences with your friends or people you're close to. So this was so fun for me, Ben, and Simone to do together because I, you know, I think Ben know if he's done a polar plunge before but he's been taking a lot of cold showers and the man loves to swim he the man is a washington boy he loves to swim and he loves to swim and yip around splash around in cold bodies of water while i sit grumpily on the shore <laughs> watching him in the past who knows maybe i'll be getting in the water more frequently now maybe i will but um I, yeah i just am having memories there was this one time we we drove around Vancouver Island and in British Columbia and like we kept stopping the car because Ben kept wanting to like jump in the different bodies of water it was kind of adorable but who knows maybe I will be jumping in but I think he mostly has done it in the summer I actually you know I should fucking fact check that before (laughs) before I start flapping my lips about it on a podcast but whatever it's too late now we'll have to be all be left in the uncertainty I'll update you in a future pod um, but anyway, I'm pretty sure it was the first time all three of us had experienced something like that. And we were all nervous and, you know, like it was a big physical feat that we did together. And like, we were pumping each other up the whole time. We were like all coaching each other as we did it. We were just like, keep breathing, guys, keep breathing. Like we were all shouting. We're like, we can do it. So it was a very bonding experience for, for the three of us. And I think like we really made a memory together. And, and that's something I'll say, you know, Simone and I, we've been friends since we were three years old and we have plans to record a podcast for y'all with some of our tips for long-standing friendships like lifetime friendships and also long-distance friendships because we have lived um, in different places since we were 15. So anyway, part of the strength of our relationship is that we're really intentional about creating new memories together and having new experiences together. And we have, you know, we reminisce a lot too, but whenever we see each other, whenever we spend time together, it's like really quality time and we always make new memories. So that, that is a really important thing for relationships is like reflecting on, okay, do we feel like in relationship that we're just kind of like coasting on fumes and like reminiscing? Or are we creating actively creating memories together? And if you want to breathe life into a relationship, uh, whether it's romantic relationship, whatever kind of relationship, one of the most powerful ways to do that is to have novel experiences together and to create new memories. So that's another little piece, nugget of reflection I want to offer you guys. And then the last one is moving through discomfort and moving through nerves and moving through fear. You know, I've been talking to Turned On about success mindset and how really what distinguishes people who experience a lot of success from people who aren't experiencing it yet is the willingness to be uncomfortable. And again, that can sound like kind of like raw and harsh and like in certain ways, I mean, in a lot of ways it is, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. But really, you know, what I have found in my life and just, you know, even beyond my entrepreneurial chapter that very much demands a continual stretching of my comfort zone, a continual stretching of what I think I can do and expanding my confidence. Even prior to that, like, I I really think I always pursued that in different ways, whether, you know, I was. Traveling a lot at a young age, often alone and all these things that like, bro, like I was fucking nervous. I was nervous to do those things. And like, there's a rawness in nerves and moving through nervousness and fear and really, the more that we can familiarize ourselves with that process of moving through fear, and we have tools for how to do it, and we understand the nature of fear, which is also something I talk about more And Turned On, and I'm going to be talking about in my next program too, the more we understand the process of growing and the kind of the messiness that can come up, that's actually more what's in transgressive is, is kind of the... Experience of expansion, the experience of growth, like the experience of stretching and understanding what can come up, what does come up. Yes, we're still in uncertainty. Yes, we're still raw, but we're familiar with a process of being raw. There's a certain comfort we start to develop around discomfort that is extremely empowering. And when we can do things on purpose that we're nervous to do and be with that process of moving through nerves, moving through fear, and see that on the other side of it is a thrill, is increased confidence, is increased vitality, is increased sense of aliveness. Hot damn, it's fun as fuck. So that's another huge piece that I took from this experience. It's just another lesson in the value of moving through discomfort and the value of almost doing like discomfort workouts. <laughs> so, anyway, that's what I have for y'all today. To summarize, we gain hella confidence by accomplishing or moving through feats, things we're nervous to do. There is a unique Singular thrill that comes from having novel experiences, especially ones that include a physiological thrill. There is deep power in bonding through novel experiences with people who you're close to and creating new memories. And there is tremendous value, tremendous, tremendous, <laughs> immense, immense, and tremendous, tremendous. There is tremendous value in on purpose moving through discomfort. It sets you free. It's kind of freedom when you can be willing to move through discomfort. Uh, I also want to say that I have a whole module in transgressive about mischievous. Anyway, you can check out the whole thing. Coreboycoaching.com slash transgressive. But (laughs) I was joking uh, with a few people this weekend that I, they're like, oh, I love the word mischievous. And I'm like, yo, I fucking made that shit up. (laughs) I fucking made that shit up. I made that word up. Maybe someone else has made it up before. I don't know. But to me, it is even more mischievous to say mischievy because it's not even a dictionary word. So anyway, feel free to spread the word just like fetch. We're trying to make mischievy happen. So that's it. I will catch you all on the next episode. Go have a novel experience move to the other side of a feat, get uncomfortable, create memories. And if you had a, an insight, an aha moment, if you understood something in a new way, if there was a piece in this podcast that was really valuable to you, please repost. Repost on your Instagram story, tag me. It's nice for me to feel that my soliloquies are landing upon human ears and providing value, making an impact. So I love to hear that. It's also helpful for spreading the word and helping more people find this podcast who could benefit from it. So anyway, that's what's up. Transgressive is open for enrollment. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Who's ready? Who's ready? What is the thrill on the other side of that beat? So Check it out. Enroll at coraboydcoaching.com transgressive. And as I mentioned, we're also going to be offering the uh, digital recorded version of Turned On shortly as well. So keep your eyes peeled, keep your ears open. Remember, y'all, there's no anxiety. There's only power. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Pillow Talk Radio. I'm Cora Boyd. And make sure to subscribe so we can keep you in the loop. In the interim, you can find me on Instagram at The Cora YouTube Cora Coriboid. website coraboydcoaching.com. Have an excellent rest of your day, night, morning, evening, whatever it is, wherever you are, and we'll catch you next week.